Are you tired of all the voices who say, focus on the bottom line numbers? Say whatever you have to, just close the sale. Just get the credit card. It doesn't matter what you deliver. You will never build a successful business until you grow a pair and stop caring so much. Here, we respectfully disagree. We give you permission to embrace who you are, how much you care, and encourage you to design a business that works for you and your clients. Welcome to The Art of Giving a Damn, the podcast that proves with every single episode that you can create a profitable business doing what you're passionate about and making a positive difference in the world. Now, here's your host, Michelle Schaefer. Hey, welcome to another episode of The Art of Giving a Damn. My guest today is Dr. Cheryl Shire, who is, boy, you've got a lot that we could talk about and a lot we could share. Let me start by introducing you to the audience. You have been an entrepreneur for practically your entire life, and you've got a PhD that's in finance and business administration, but you're also an author, a coach, and a minister, which is a really interesting combination. Um, <laughs> So let's let's start there. Let's start with how did you get into where you're at today and what you do around wealth consciousness and the type of work you do with entrepreneurs? Oh my goodness! Well, um, how long do you have? <laughs> no, I, I I can streamline it. Um, well, I grew up. Uh, I'm from the Bay Area, from Palo Alto, and fourth generation Californian. And my dad, when I was five. Uh, my dad became an engineer with Boeing, and so we moved up to um, Bellevue, Seattle, just outside of Seattle, um, when I was five. So I grew up there from five until 21 when I moved back to California. But in that time, um, I was probably 13 or 14. My uh, Well, I started babysitting. I mean, I did everything I could to make money. Okay. <laughs> I just kind of have that, you know, I liked having my own things and being able to buy my own things. Um, gotcha. So I started babysitting when I was nine and 10. And uh, I'm good at saving. I had a grandmother who used to say, and it's right here in the back of my head and here, she always said, save your money, save your money, save your money. Anyway. <laughs> so That's good advice. Yeah, absolutely. Good advice from grandmother. Ab absolutely. She was a wonderful grandmother. So um, anyway, when my dad, let's see, I was about 13, 14, um, mm -hmm. he was laid off. Mm -hmm. And that was huge for our family. I'll never forget that day yeah. as long as I live. Wow. And so, you know, I don't know how long it took, but right after that, he started his own business. And now my family, traditionally, we're all entrepreneurs. Um, um, like my brother's an entrepreneur, not my sister, but my, my grandparents uh -huh. have their own business. Anyway, so I got involved when I was about 14. I got involved with, um, he had, and this is not the business that I wanted to stay in, but um, it was an auto parts machine uh, shop business because oh, my okay. dad was a mechanical engineer. 
So I got involved with sales. I got involved with inventory. And when I got involved with inventory, I thought to myself, I do not want to do this for a living. (laughs) Okay. So there was some some good entrepreneurial lessons and some some valuable ones. There's no pun intended here, but I learned the nuts and bolts of business. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyway. That's great. (laughs) I... um, Anyway, I worked with my dad for like eight, nine years. Um, but in that time, I, I always was kind of ambitious or driven. So mm-hmm. I um, got into banking after high school, um, even before I went back, you know, back into my education. So um, I had banking. And then, but I always had that, like, since I worked with my family and all of my grandparents had their own business, blah, blah, blah. I, um, I wanted my own. So I started off with a bookkeeping business. Okay. I was about 22, 23 at the time. And so anyway, um, I, I had that accounting. It just evolved into an accounting tax business um, for 17 years, actually. Wow. And in that time, I got um, married and pregnant, and I became a single parent. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm just kind of streamlining this. Um, so I, I ended up <clears throat> going back into the corporate world, mm-hmm. which I had been in, you know, several years before that. And I was reluctant, but I thought, you know, hey, I might have a little bit more security. Yeah. Anyway, I was a consultant or uh, a manager, uh-huh. so, and it was just interesting because this is like the pivot of how all this started of what I'm doing today. But every company I'd get involved with, there was like unethical, um, lack of integrity, and even illegal things going on in the corporate environment and I don't play that game I mean there's a game to play and you play it right and and not you know without any kind of moral foundation anyway so the last company which was um, in oh eight oh nine in oh nine he I, I went through an audit uh, an insurance audit actually and mm-hmm. and it just surfaced that there were all there was this illegal stuff going on and you know, I just, I don't want to be part of it. So I tried, I tried very diplomatically trying to get the, the managing director to, to change a little bit. And he didn't want to play the game. Uh He did not want to play the game. So anyway, I went on vacation and the day I came back, he fired me. Oh, Oh, right. Well, that, that gives you some incentive to look at other options yeah totally so you know but i knew that there was something serious wrong seriously wrong with this so i ended up talking to like five lawyers and they all said you have a case you have a case so i sued and i won oh wow okay yeah i mean it was a long drawn out thing but i won and so in that time period i wrote my first book and finish my PhD in wealth transformation. And that's my podcast as well. Um, So, but I, so I wrote a book and I started uh, another one. I self-published the second one. Um, The first one is 
Wealth Transformation, and it is also on Amazon. But I, I knew when I wrote it, it was kind of a little bit before its time. Hmm. Okay. Because I talk about metaphysics. And a lot of people don't even know what that word means. Right. Okay, so I'll ask the obvious question for anybody listening who's going, first of all, what is metaphysics? But second of all, what does that have to do with money and wealth? How do you explain that to somebody? Because that is a concept that not a lot of people are familiar with. Well, if you look up the word metaphysics, it is the invisible, Mm -hmm. the material, and, well, I say the spiritual and the material that have married together. Okay. So when, you know, our society is certainly, you know, there's certain sectors that are, trained about the spiritual approach to money and so basically it's the same thing it's it's the spiritual approach you know and if you have done a lot of work internally you know developing your own soul and being then it's an easy concept um, to manifest what you are passionate and what your if you know what your purpose is it's easier to manifest that so you know, putting those two together, and especially today with what's going on. I mean, all of the corporate, governmental, and, you know, all that that's going on, it's just, it's all, you know, the addiction to money and power and money. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you know, you are not the only one I have heard. I have heard that story more than a dozen times of I was in corporate, I was working for someone else, and the reason I left was morally or ethically I couldn't be part of what was going on. I think there is a huge percentage of entrepreneurs who that's actually why they started their business was looking at it and going, this is not okay with me and and not knowing how to change it inside the system and just going, okay, let's get outside the system and do something from a different perspective. And, and in a way that is probably because there's so many stuck old boys network and I'm being blunt but I've dealt with them head on and you know it's ignorance as far as I'm concerned but it's also greed you know and they don't want to change it is and it's the climate because most people don't realize that literally once you go public with a company and you are a corporation that corporation is a separate person under law and its only responsibility is to stockholders its only focus is make more money and so it puts people in a situation where if they're not extremely conscious and even if they are Legally, that has to be their focus, the money, the profit. And so it's tough to actually bring your morals and values into a business that's in that particular form. And I think a lot of people don't realize that, you know, there's, in a sense, it's a poisonous system that we have set up. Because, it's corrupt. It's yeah. totally corrupt. And, and it's, um, you know, when I hear of, you know, the corporations that are really having to pay their dues, I'm happy because... You know, it, it's like our, it isn't just our country, it's globally. Yeah, it is. You know, it's like they're spiritually bankrupt and because they have That's focused. That's a great way to put it. it, it, it it's, you know, they focus just on money and that is, I mean, I've known, uh, actually personally, I've known two um, multi-billionaires and one was totally 
bankrupt emotionally and spiritually. And all he focused in was on his buzz, business and money, 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 money. And, I, you know, at the end of his life, he's going to be one sad person. I'm sorry. but And then the other, other one, he, he has his good points and bad points, but he, he was almost embarrassed to have the money. So there's different mentalities towards that. Well, there is, and I, I think one thing that, that is really important is just the idea of prosperity. Most people are looking at it just like profit, money in the bank, profit. And prosperity means so much more than that. If you really want to have prosperity in life, it's not just financial wealth or even just material wealth. There's so much more to actually being a complete whole person in terms of prosperity. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's why, well, in going back to my history, um, you know, I had my accounting practice and then I, you know, went into the corporate and then I got out of the corporate and, you know, started coaching. And then also I started a TV show. Um, uh, I was coaching a woman who was in the media and she saw my passion and she goes, you know, you need to go to the local TV station and get something going so that was like seven years ago so I started a TV show called wake up with Dr. Cheryl health transformation and I've had some fascinating guests I mean 177 shows later that's fantastic Um, (laughs) and I've turned them all into podcasts I'm turning them all into podcasts. that is smart and they're all up on binge (laughs) that's awesome you know what I love about that 177 episodes and interviews tells me that, and I know from talking to my audience as well, people listening to this podcast, that there are a lot of us who don't like the old model of business and the profit-focused piece of it. Yes, businesses should be profitable. Otherwise, you're, you're not in business. You have a hobby um, or a tax write-off. But there is so much more to it. And it, it encourages me to hear things like that of 177 episodes in. People are excited about this concept, about this idea of wealth transformation. Um, So let's talk about that for a minute. Tell me how you ended up teaching what you teach now somewhere along the way, became a licensed minister, and then a little bit about what you actually do with clients. Well, um, you know, because I'm ethical and I do have a very strong spiritual base, I decided I'd become a minister. And so I I did that several years ago. And even though I haven't pushed that, you know, but it was my commitment. To, my, to spirit, I guess that's what that was about. And, you know, I, I really start to go, I'm a very deep person, and I like to go to the core issues of things. And I'm a truth sayer, seeker, sayer. I like to go to the core things. So when I'm coaching somebody, I really want to go to the root of where, what that, you know, what the mind, what the conversation is in their own mind about you know, how they approach spending, how they approach saving, how do they approach investing, you know, what's the mindset there? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, I mean, there's a reason why there is 2% of the population have 95% of the, the wealth, the money yeah. in this country. And, you know, I've done stats and there's enough money circulating on this planet and maybe more now that what's there's seven billion of us each one of us even the babies in africa and india can have eight million dollars a piece 
I mean, when you look at the big picture, it's easier to, and the most important thing Mm -hmm. is, you know, not spending more than you earn. So simple, and yet that really is the key to all of it. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and saving, you know, tithing and saving yeah. are extremely important. And what can you do without? I had a Barclays, uh, a former Barclays retired mm-hmm. investment banker on my show, and that was the best advice that, our, you know, yeah. wisdom is what can you do without? Because our our society is so hell bent on on you know consume consume yeah. buy buy spend spend yeah and you know it, it's an addiction it becomes an addiction it, so it, you know looking at those root issues yeah. and then you can set yourself free you know and be happy. Well, so here's two questions, you know, first going back to what you said about like the distribution of wealth on the planet, what do you see as the path to shifting that and to beginning to empower a a lot more people in terms of of how financial wealth is spread? Like, what do you, what do you see those like action steps we can take? Well, (laughs) what's going on right now, I think the main thing is um, taxing the two percent mm-hmm. i mean what jeff jeff bezos of amazon uh, they they made 11 point something billion dollars mm-hmm. and they're not paying one cent of tax on that is that right is that morally ethically correct no so we have to change <laughs> this is a huge- yeah it I I, I, can, I can see. So part of it, the solution is, is political changes. Yes. What do you see as things that we can do as individuals? Like what are action steps people can take to actually make a difference in terms of empowering themselves? Um, well, you know, affecting political change is a much bigger conversation. Oh, huge, huge, huge. I mean, and, that, that, and that's going to be a hard nut, nut to crack because there's too many old boys in that network. But anyway, um, you know, it's like taking a look at what you're buying, what you're spending your money on. You know, do you have a budget? And most people don't even use a budget. Yeah. But looking at and saving, you know, even if it's just 1% to 10%, put that in the bank because you feel better. You feel yeah. better when you have a little bit of a nest egg. So if you can save, you know, I mean, they say – now today it might have changed, but you know you're supposed to have like six months of savings. Yeah. You know, but I, I think today so, that's changed because yeah. the economy has been so tight. I mean, it isn't tight, but one good thing is that that I feel really good is that more younger people, you know, whatever age mm-hmm. that workable people are becoming more self-employed. And I, I heard statistics just recently on one of my other podcasts that, um, that like, within the 10 years, and I, you know, I don't like to quote this exactly, but it was not my research, mm-hmm. that about 50% of the population would be self-employed. And that's one way that. to, yeah. you know, change things, is yeah. taking that power to us instead of to the corporate I absolutely agree with that piece of it because I think entrepreneurship is the one thing that empowers people to take control of their own financial destiny and really 
it's about what you put in, you get back out. If you're willing to do the work and, and make your business work, you can succeed with it. And then you're not relying on a corporation whose politics or policies you may not agree with. Um, and we, we tend to look at that as secure, but really security to me isn't having your own business and being in control of it. The, the idea of you could come back from vacation and suddenly find yourself fired, that's not a feeling of security. Nope. <laughs> um, yeah, so totally agree with you on that. So let's talk about your book for a second. Tell me more about the book and where people can find it. Well, uh, it's called Wealth Transformation, Integrity, Integrity, Integrity. Um, uh, I love that. Well, a word so important you had to put it on there three times. I did, well, you know what? I quoted it from Buckminster Fuller. Buckminster Fuller. Love that. And, um, you know, I... I talk about metaphysics in all departments. I mean, if when you're an entrepreneur, it, it, you know, the business part of it, the business model, I mean, 50%, I don't think this has changed over the years, 50% of your business is administration. Yeah. Keeping control of your right. systems and your money, et cetera. The other is your creative or whatever type of business you have, mm -hmm. then you can expand and do whatever to to expand that but you know having having um my book talks about my journey mm -hmm. my personal journey and i've had some yeah. real challenging times yeah. because i've trusted the wrong people i didn't trust myself yeah <laughs> well and that that's one of those stories that is in some ways so good for the rest of us to hear because we realize you know everybody goes so those moments where they don't have that confidence in themselves and how you get to the other side of it is everything. Oh, absolutely. And that's why I, I hunker down to the good old spiritual mm -hmm. you know, higher self when I yeah. listen to my intuition. When I don't listen to my intuition, it, it goes awry. That is such a valuable tip for everybody to remember. Your intuition is there for a reason. Absolutely, you know, and, and, and I know that it's, I mean, I, I've had this challenge is knowing when it's your actual intuition or your ego. Yeah. Ego can get in your way because the ego always wants to be in control. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> and it, it is important to be able to really distinguish those two and know, okay, what if this is coming from intuition and guidance and what if it is coming from my own ego? Yeah, and that's why I call it transformation, because it is. It's transforming, you know, from the inside out. And you can heal wealth from the inside out. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time and coming on today and sharing your story and some of what you do with the audience. Oh, absolutely. I appreciate and if I could say that I have an ebook available, yes. and they can go absolutely. to my website, which is www.cheryl, C-H-E-R-Y-L. The last name is S-C-H-E-U-R-E-R, Shire.com. And they can awesome. go there and they can see my podcast and all my fabulous guests and my book. They can buy my book on Amazon. And I also do coaching. 
Awesome. All right. So there's going to be a link somewhere to wherever you are watching or tuning into this episode today that you can click to go to Dr. Cheryl's website. We'll also put a link for you to her book on Amazon. So there's an easy to find. You can check them out and do take a look at her podcast. Uh, the title of the podcast is Wealth Transformation. So if you just search for that, you will find her and dive into those conversations about everything going on in terms of wealth on the planet right now, what you can do to be more empowered, to take control of your finances and really put yourself in a position where you do have security and where you do have happiness that doesn't just come from the amount of money in the bank, but from being truly wealthy as a person. Dr. Cheryl, thank you so much again for your time today. Oh, and thank you so much for allowing me to be on your show and asking these important questions. Thank you. Thank you. It is a very important conversation for us to have. All right. For those of you listening, please click like, subscribe, share, rate, review, whatever buttons or wherever you are tuning in today. Click them and stay caught up with the podcast. I will see you back again soon for another episode. Thanks for tuning in.